morning, all right? And of course, uh, this is the Wake Up Bahamas show, and uh, we have some wonderful, wonderful ladies joining us this morning. As I promised, uh, we are talking about breast cancer awareness. Uh, we are in the month where the color pink uh, just uh, just enumerates and it just uh, fills up uh, a lot of workplaces, uh, a lot of social media profiles. Uh, we're going to really get to the heart of it, really talk more about it. Uh, we have joining us uh, via the Zoom, uh, the one and only Mrs. Laverne Wild Goose, past president of Cancer Society. And she's joining us all the way from Canada. And we have Dr. Ebby Jackson, all right? And she is a super uh, cancer survivor, all right? Both of them joining us on the Zoom this morning. Great morning, ladies. How are you doing this morning? Good morning. I am great. Good morning. I'm doing wonderful. <laughs> it is so awesome, ladies, to have you uh, joining us via the Zoom. And ladies and gentlemen, you can't see them, but they are clad in their pink. And uh, Dr. Abby Jackson, she even has, you know, the ribbons in the background and stuff like that. They they are absolutely ready for this month and um, all that it entails. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's this wonderful. This is uh, the month to just pink it up. Pink yes. it up. Yes. <laughs> the month to pink it up. Pink it all the way up. And so let's let's start with you, uh, Miss Laverne, a wild goose. Uh, thank you so much for joining us once again. Uh, tell us a little bit about um, this month. What does it represent uh, for yourself and, and indeed as a past president of a cancer society and still a very uh, active member? What does this month represent? Okay, um, good morning again, Bahamas. This month represents breast cancer awareness and we celebrate all the survivors who are going through their um, breast cancer um, challenge. We have um, a lot of persons who, who have gone through it who are still here and who are doing well. And that's why we have um, put, um, these shows where we have breast survivors come on and talk about their stories. I feel um, when others hear stories and see how you're looking there, you know, it's encouraging. The thing is to encourage persons to, to go on with their fight. And the Cancer Society is here to encourage and support mm -hmm. persons going through breast and Indeed, all cancer, the Cancer Society, we represent all cancers, not only cancer, mm -hmm. not only breast cancer, but we are supporting this month as pink mm -hmm. for breast cancer. And the Cancer Society of the Bahamas, I'm say, is we are a registered nonprofit organization established in the Commonwealth of the Bahamas since 1976. And since then, we have provided education programs aimed at prevention early detection and treatment of cancer while um, providing support to cancer patients and their families across the Bahamas. And uh, we have 12 branches in the family islands. So we are all around the Bahamas supporting, supporting all cancers. And, uh, you know, the, the, the amazing thing is that, uh, you know, we have so many persons who have been impacted um, by cancer, as you said, that the Cancer Society uh, 
they embrace and, and they share in all type of cancers. Uh, but we have many persons who have survived, many persons who are here and they are sounding, sounding the horn uh, for those persons out there who may not necessarily know how to deal with it, not necessarily know what are the processes. And so we are so thankful that you have survivors who are coming on and sharing with us for the general public and for those uh, who are out there who are going through it right now. Indeed, indeed. And um, I must say, I've been with Cancer Society now for 20 years. Mm -hmm. I am not a, a survivor. I'm a supporter. Mm. And I do support. I joined, um, like I said, I volunteered to do my part, and I have done that. And like I said, I'm now all the way in Canada and still supporting and doing my part from Canada. Mm -hmm. And I am happy and pleased to do so. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's bring uh, Dr. Ebby Jackson into the conversation uh, as we continue to move and, you know, focus this month on breast cancer awareness and, of course, share the stories of survivors. And so, Dr. Ebby Jackson, how are you doing this morning? And uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about your story and uh, your road through, uh, I guess, uh, the cancer? Good morning and good morning, Bahamas. Uh it's a privilege to be here and to be alive. To yeah. this particular year, I'm celebrating 10 years. And so it's been a decade. Wow. But uh, my journey started back in 2009, going really officially. I was diagnosed in 2010, January of 2010. And for me, I come from a family history of breast cancer. So I've seen cancer in my mother's family for many years, lost my mom, lost several cousins, um, aunts to breast cancer and ovarian cancer. So for me, I was trying to be proactive and doing my mammogram screening on a consistent basis and checking myself. But in 2009, I, I didn't have a lump. I didn't feel any type lump or anything, which in a lot of cases, women would feel a lump, but I didn't. The only thing that I was noticing was that my breast tissues were getting hardened and they were saying to me, you are now in um, early menopausal stage. So these are the things that happen and that I have fibrocystic breast tissues. In any event, I started training and running for marathon. So I would have started my training for my first marathon, which would have been January of 2010. And during my training, I just felt a bearing down in my body and it just did not feel right. By the end of that year, 20, 2009, I decided, you know, I need probably go in and see my doctor to find out if I could run a marathon because I'm feeling this bearing down inside my body. Mm -hmm. And I saw my doctor, um, they thought at that point, yes, uh, your uterus is dropping. And I figured it's dropping because of all the running and pounding I was doing. And I was told I needed to have a hysterectomy so I pursued it and um, they said, no, your uterus is fine. It's not dropping. However, two weeks later, and this would have been like the second week in January, I had difficulty raising my right hand. Mm -hmm. And that caught my attention. And people talk about the fear factor mm -hmm. because in my heart and mind, knowing my family history, I, I said, Lord, this could be cancer, but I was hoping it was inflammation. And I had difficulty raising the hand and then I looked at my shoulder area one evening and there was this very dilated blood vessel running from my arm straight across the clavicle toward the breast area. Mm. 
So I knew at that point that it probably was more than that. And um, so I went, I had a mammogram done. The mammogram came back normal. I spoke to the radiologist that same day and he said, well, we'll have to do uh, ultrasound. Knowing my family history, did an ultrasound. And I went into his office afterwards because I'm the type of person, once I know something is happening with my body, I'm going to follow through. Right, mm-hmm. right. And he, he sat me down and he said, look, these are your mammograms for the last five years. All normal. The mammogram that morning was normal. Mm-hmm. But when he looked at the ultrasound and he started peeling away the layers, he said, you have a very large undisclosed mass. Mm-hmm. And um, chances are it could be cancer, but I need you to come and do an MRI. So he scheduled me that afternoon to do the MRI. And after he completed the MRI, he said, your entire breast is a tumor. Wow. He said, but we have to do a biopsy. So he scheduled me the next morning. I went to his office. He did the biopsy. Mm-hmm. And a week and a half later, the results came back. I was positive for breast cancer. And mm-hmm. that started the journey. However, I was still training for the marathon the end of January. And so I said to myself, when I go over for the marathon, I'll just have a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Went over, got the second opinion. As I was sitting in the surgeon's office, he looked at me and he said, well, what did they say to you? Um, I said, well, they told me it's breast cancer and I need to have surgery. And he, he looked at me and he said, surgery? He said, if, if we remove your breast right now, it's like pouring gasoline on a fire. Mm. And that was when I really broke down and realized this is me. This is where I'm at. Mm. In any event, um, he gave, he said, yes, you can still run the marathons. I ran my first marathon the weekend before I started chemotherapy. Wow. And two weeks later, my journey began. So mm. I was taking treatments for one in, for an entire year. And mm-hmm. the treatments were, oh, I went through so much during that time. Uh, one thing I want to point out uh, during your story, uh, you, you know, you talked about um, adapting to what you are feeling or rather responding to what you're feeling in your body. Uh, can you speak to the importance of uh, women? And I know we have men out there listening, um, you know, when women, they do the self-inspection and even men, if they might notice something different that may be going on with their wife's body or their significant other body, uh, how important it is to go and get that check uh, just to make sure that everything is straight. Is there, is there such a thing as being overcautious or too overcautious when it comes to your body? No, I, I tell women now, we have to be very proactive and we have to listen to our bodies because we have a very high rate of breast cancer in the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. Women are being diagnosed on a daily basis. So we have to listen to our bodies. And yes, it may not present like the typical lump or mm-hmm. mask or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I have heard stories of women who had other symptoms that they didn't think it was related to any cancer, only to find out it's stage three or stage four cancer and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So. I say to women, we have to do our self-breast examinations on a regular basis. After your menstrual, that's probably the best time to do it. In the shower, lying down, however, but you need to do that. And we need to listen to our bodies and stop trying to self-diagnose. A lot of women are carrying the family, carrying loads, and they are responsible for so much. So they neglect themselves and just push, push, push. And stress brings it on and eventually they could have cancer and don't even know because they're thinking, oh, it could be something else. So we as women have to pay attention to our bodies, to symptoms, 
to what we're feeling. And if it's something out of the norm, you must, you should go and have it checked. All right, um, Miss Laverne. Uh, anything you wanted to add in here? You know, as we as we heard the story of uh, Doctor Ebby Jackson, uh, so many things in there that we can uh, really talk about uh, to the women listening out there. Is there any other information that you wanted to to to, to say out there? I just want to reiterate what she said. You know, we have to be very proactive mm -hmm. and take care of our bodies and. Get, uh, go and have our annual checkups. Mm -hmm. That's very important. Um, the Cancer Society, we go around the Bahamas once a month to different family islands to do screenings. We do free screenings, breast and prostate screenings, um, pap smears. So we, we try to go and, you know, support support and help persons on the islands and sometimes when you go the persons who need to come out don't come out you have the older women and the young um the young women they would probably drop their parents off and and you know sit in the car mm -hmm. and so again just want to encourage especially our young women to go and have your checkup and like you said men i know we have men with breast cancer which is maybe very few right um and I was trying to get <laughs> a male on the show because I think it would have been um, very good for the public to hear yeah. a story on a male because a lot of men think that they can't have can't get breast cancer, mm -hmm. but we do have some male with breast cancer, and so check your bodies, do your annual checkups, annual checkup, annual checkups. Mm -hmm. You know that's that's the message from us today. Yeah. Um, I, I want to say something there mm -hmm. in terms of the men. Yes, um, it's hard to get men to really talk about breasts and <laughs> yes. much less breast cancer. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's happening. And um, I'm sure persons know that Beyonce, the famous singer, mm -hmm. her dad was diagnosed with breast cancer. Mm -hmm. And he is of Bahamian descent. Mm -hmm. So it is very prevalent in our population it's more prevalent in the women, of course, but it's, you know, men are being diagnosed with it, but they don't wish to talk about it because, you know, men don't like to talk about their health, period, much less deal with it. Right. But it's very important for men to pay attention to their breast tissues as well. Mm -hmm. And men in particular who may have the BRCA gene mm -hmm. because he himself has the BRCA gene. And so when you, when you have that gene, the men in the family two things they need to be concerned about breast cancer and prostate cancer for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's so great to have these uh, type of forums where we can be able to disseminate this information uh, to the wider audience as we have the whole Bahamas listening in those are the Turks and Caicos uh, even over to Florida and of course around the world via ZNSBahamas.com and uh, as we get ready to uh, wrap up things this morning uh, I want to go to Dr. Abby Jackson uh, you could give us your closing comments and then we'll end off with you Miss uh, Wild Goose. Um, to the wider community uh, breast cancer is not going anywhere in terms of uh, detection Mm -hmm. However, we as women need to, early detection definitely saves lives and contribute. And also to know that here in the Bahamas, they're, they're improving and they're trying to provide just about every sort of treatment available for breast cancer treatment here in the Bahamas. 
However, women, you still have to be proactive. If you're able to get health insurance, that is very important also because you never know when you may have to be referred or for further treatment, depending on what you're dealing with here. But all in all, let's celebrate the women because so many are dying, so many are dealing with it right now. And mm -hmm. then a lot of women, they're finding the breast cancer is coming back in a lot of our women. So we need the Bahamas and we need people to support the Cancer Society for one, because the Cancer Society provides a home for those who come from the family islands to be cared for. And a lot of people take advantage of it, but do not contribute after they leave. And that's something I, I have to constantly talk about because, yeah. you know, it's an organization that gives all of its funding for cancer treatment mm -hmm. and help. Mm -hmm. And Bahamians, we tend to take advantage of these places, but we do not want to give back. And we need to give back to the Cancer Society because it's a home away from home and it's doing a tremendous job here in the Bahamas for our people. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Ms. Laverne? Okay. <laughs> okay, um, I just want to close with um, to let the public know that our general, we have our general mon monthly meeting tonight mm -hmm. at 6.30 via Zoom. And uh, the Zoom information is on our website and our Facebook. And our speaker tonight is Dr. Devon Curlin. He's a consultant, internal medicine and oncologist. And he'll be talking about breast. So you have your question and answer period. So please tune in to Cancer Society meeting this afternoon mm -hmm. at 6.30. And of course, uh, for persons, uh, you know, we live, again, a, we live in a social age. So do you uh -huh. have any tags for the uh, Bahamas Cancer Society? How can they find you on social media? Okay. Um, we're on www.cancersocietybahamas.org. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook, we are, we are on um, <laughs> all of the social medias. Yes, and the phone numbers, if, if you can get on, you can always call. We have a wonderful staff at the Cancer Society, the number there, 323-4441 and 323-4482. I just want to say thank you to all who have supported the Cancer Society. And again, please continue to support us. We have not had our fundraising events due to COVID-19, mm -hmm. but we still have bills to pay. We still have persons in this society, Cancer Caring Center from the Family Islands, the whole time during the pandemic staying there. So please, please support us. Thank you so much. All right, thank you so much, ladies. It has been a tremendous time uh, just being able to hear the stories and to be able to hear uh, about this uh, significant organization that's making, uh, you know, just wonderful strides in our community and helping so many people. We may not ever hear from all the persons that the Cancer Society has helped, uh, but we know that it is it goes uh, beyond words. And so we thank you, ladies, uh, for joining us this morning and sharing this vital information to the nation. And we look forward to speaking with you once again. Thank you for having us. Thank you, too. And have a wonderful day. Same to you both. And of course, joining us on the line, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Laverne Wild Goose uh, joined us, past president of the Cancer Society. And of course, she's all the way over there in Canada. And uh, man, I wouldn't mind uh, coming over and spending some time. All right. Uh, Dr. Abby Jackson. And of course, she's an amazing cancer survivor. Uh, she joined us this morning. W what did you say, uh, Miss Laverne? You said you're going to save me a room. What did you say? <laughs> Yeah, sure. It's nice and cool over here. Yeah. 
Oh, that's what I'm talking and about. I'm, I'm feeling the heat over here. Where, where are you, Dr. Abby Jackson? That's awesome. It's awesome. I'm feeling the heat over here. <laughs> yeah, see what you're wearing and see what I have on. <laughs> yeah, Thank you so much. This is awesome. Thank you so yeah. much, ladies. We're going to do this again. And of course, make sure you keep it exactly where you've got it. This is 1540 AM, 104.5 FM, the National